Hi, I'm Jake Parker with the What's Your Story podcast. Here I talk with my guests about their life experiences, as well as current and long-term goals, and what gets them through the ups and downs. If you enjoy the show, please rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit my website, jparkerfitlife.com, for access to my Instagram account, blog, and more. Hi guys, welcome back to the What's Your Story podcast. Today is Big Idea Saturday, and I wanted to start out with a sort of thought experiment. You may have heard this before, it's pretty popular, but I'll go ahead and run through it here quickly anyway. So think about the last time you saw a yellow car. Okay, not a very common thing to see, uh, I guess unless you are living in a place that sees taxis frequently or something like that. Uh, the point is, seeing yellow cars is not something that we see very often, but if you were to focus on it, and you can even try this throughout the next week, uh, and think about every time you see a yellow car, you would probably think that you are seeing a lot more than normal. But what's really happening here is your consciousness is being directed towards thinking about seeing yellow cars. And so the more you see them, you're, you're going to think that you're seeing more than is normal for you, but really it's just the effect of noticing them and being cognizant of thinking about that. So like I said, it's a pretty common thought experiment you, that you maybe have heard before, but the point is very time-tested and relevant in a lot of different contexts. And the context that I wanted to put that in is just being aware that what we think about and what we focus our attention on in a large part is going to be directing the course of our lives, directing the course of our actions and our thoughts on a day-to-day basis. And my point being that you really have to be careful not to be focused on the negative and focused on complaining and things of that nature and really try, and I say try because it is a concerted effort, you have to try to focus on the positive and focus on good things and think about uh, and, and focus on thinking positive thoughts. And a lot of times uh, people can be skeptical of this because it sounds almost silly or goofy, but I promise you based on my own experience, it really, it really does change the way you see the world. It, changed the way, it changes the way you process your thoughts and the way you just do everything in life and experience everything in life. One huge factor here for me especially has been, I've talked about before how I do gratitude journaling, which is another one of those things where looking at it from the outside in, it almost seems silly. It's like no way something that simple could have so much of an impact. But gratitude journaling, which is just the act of writing down things you're thankful for and what is going well in your life, things like that on a daily basis. I use the five-minute journal. Uh, The link is here in the show notes. But anyway, uh, the five-minute journal, what it does is ask you at the beginning of each day, what are three things you're grateful for? What are three things that will make today great? And it asks you, it prompts you to give an an affirmation for yourself. And then at the end of the day, what it asks you to do is write three things that went well that day and then one thing that could have improved that day. 
on a little side note, I've found it a little inconvenient for me to remember to journal at the beginning and ending of each day, which not that that's a huge thing, but I've just found that the process is expedited if I each morning and I'll be completely honest, I wish it was each morning. It usually happens probably about four or five times a week. I'm definitely not perfect, even though I aspire to do these things daily. I don't always achieve that week by week. But what I try to do is I'll look at the previous day. So for example, I'm recording this on the 29th. For the, for the evening of the 28th, I will write in on the morning of the 29th what went well from that previous day. And then I will move, in, move on to the next day. Like I said, example, today the 29th. Write three things I'm thankful for three things that will make today great and a positive affirmation. So anyway, back to the main point of this. I was thinking about this recently because I've noticed myself complaining more than usual. And I'm usually someone who I've talked about before. I'm, I'm a pretty introverted person. And so a lot of times my complaining goes on inside my own head and it just has to do with my own thought processes. I'm not complaining to other people. That being said, I still notice it uh, which is purposeful. I want to try to do that, which I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. that I'm able to notice it and write it in quicker. But I've definitely been complaining more recently uh, about things that are going on. And so it led me to reflect on this and just try to remind myself and share this reminder with other people that, you know, really there's no point in complaining because when you complain, it's not doing you any good. It's wasting your energy. And in addition, you have to think about that thing you're complaining about. Okay, are you going to put effort towards solving the problem or finishing whatever task it is or thing you have to do to alleviate the thing you're complaining about? Or are you just going to continue to complain about it? Because they both take effort. And so that's why I really don't see, and it's easier said than done, of course, but there's just no real justification for complaining. You know, there's always going to be stuff to complain about. We always have the opportunity complain, to complain, whether we um, became rich and famous or finally achieved our dream job or our dream relationship. I think that many people fall into the misconception that things like this, if we were to find ourselves in an ideal situation, that we, we might not have anything to complain about and that we'd stop complaining. But I think that that's not necessarily realistic at all. And when you hear stories about how celebrities and people of that nature can be really unhappy and unfulfilled and unsatisfied, and we also, and we almost have the tendency to go, Oh, you know, poor you, you're this rich and famous person. You have this or that. And you think you can complain about being unhappy. But I think where it really stems from is where's your mindset going? Like, like I talked about earlier, are you thinking about the positivity in your life? Or are you thinking about the negativity? Uh, it really is that simple a lot of times. And the other thing about complaining that I noted is just that, unfortunately, what complaining does in a big sense is it just alleviates us from feeling the pressure of a situation or say it's a project or something you're working on. If we complain about it, we feel like you know that makes it seem tougher and that makes it more excusable for us to not perform our best or to not take action towards solving a thing. Uh, I know that doing a little bit of thinking and looking back on notes I made in books and stuff like that for this uh, podcast, I looked at the book 
The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which I read. Uh, that's also linked in the show notes. But it's a great book and it encompasses a lot of the thoughts that I have on this and a lot of the things that I've talked about so far. And one of the quotes he puts in the book is that some of us almost crave sounding the alarm because it's easier than dealing with whatever is staring us in the face. And so that just goes back to that complaining. It alleviates us from feeling the pressure of a situation or a burden. And when we complain, especially if that's to other people, it's almost like there's as much pressure and there's as much hardship, but we're kind of spreading it out and we're alleviating it in a false sense. Whereas, like I said earlier, that takes effort in itself. And so why not take that effort and put it towards solving your problem? Really try to think about that and embody that principle. I think that will definitely go a long way. Another book that encompasses a lot of these things here and that I find very motivating and inspiring. It's one of the most motivating and inspiring books that I've read. Uh, it's Man's Search for Meaning by, by Viktor Frankl. And if you've never heard of that book, it is about a uh, psychiatrist who spent time in the Nazi prison camps in the 1940s. Uh, he was a Jewish man in, I believe it was Austria. And he writes about those experiences and writes about how just keeping his frame of mind is the only thing that truly helped him make it out and make it back to the other side and be able to tell his story. And one thing that he says in that book is that everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any set of circumstances to choose one's own way. So I think that's important because he notes that our attitude is always the one thing that we can choose, no matter what situation we're predisposed to, whether it's from our own doing or obviously like in Victor's sense, he, he, nothing that he did made him end up in the situation he was in, but he always knew that he could keep his attitude about him. And that was the one thing that he could always control. And so I think that's a great lesson that if he can keep his attitude and keep his composure and, and keep thinking positive thoughts in that sort of situation, in the situations that we face in the context of the cushy sort of society that we live in today, it should really be no problem. It just is about sharpening that mindset and really focusing on what's positive and realizing that complaining, unfortunately, is not going to take you where you want to go. The last note I wanted to make here uh, was I remember, I thought that I'd heard this quote being attributed to either the Dalai Lama or Buddha. I could have swore at some point or another that's where I heard this, but upon looking around on the internet, it seems this quote was attributed to the book slash movie Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. But anyway, uh, the quote that I was thinking of was that worrying means you suffer twice in the sense that you suffer when you think about the thing that you're worrying about, when you think about how perhaps negative or hurtful or how bad of an experience it's going to be, you suffer in that context and then you suffer again when you do it. And so the point here is to try to, you know, be present and focus on the things that are coming at you at the current time, because inevitably it goes back to that complaining. Uh, if something really can't be helped, then there's no sense in worrying about it. 
And if it can, then let's try to do something about it. But in the sense that worrying means you suffer twice, some things are inevitable that aren't going to be positive experiences, but we have to go through. And so just focusing on facing those the best that we can and facing them with resiliency and a sense of stoicism is going to limit the negativity of the situation, at least in the sense that we don't have to suffer twice by worrying, suffer twice by, uh, I would compare that with complaining like I've talked about. So that's all I have today for this Big Idea Saturday. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please reach out with any questions or comments, and I hope that you'll tune in to the next show. Thanks. This has been the What's Your Story podcast. I'm Jake Parker. I hope you enjoyed the show and will tune in again next time. If you're so inclined, please send this episode to a family member or friend you think might enjoy it. And it would really be awesome if you could rate, review, and or subscribe to the podcast. It sure helps me out a ton. Thanks.